prayer. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we just come and want to bring our hearts before you. We pray that you'd meet us in this time. Pray you'd break through our own ways and show us your way. Lord, we desperately need you. Just commit our time to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Actually, um, started off the last workshop uh, very loud and active and uh, everyone's laughing a lot and did a lot of fun, silly illustrations. And uh, actually, we were having a good good time. You know, we're talking about boy-girl relationships. And I told them that uh, if I catch you talking, I'll use you as an illustration up front. <laughs> I'll tell you that too. I normally do that. One thing I don't have this time that I normally have is candy. So some were upset in the last group. Um, they had to participate with no reward. Um, but actually, you know, something strange happened. We're sharing, trying to look at God's viewpoint of relationships with guys and girls. And actually, towards the end, a few people said um, they just don't agree. They're just not interested in God's viewpoint. And they just don't care. Um, so we're coming in. Uh, you know, we, we reasoned some. We went through some things. We um, tried to be very good with our time and left too early. <laughs> so actually, Catherine and I both, just to be honest with you, we're both very burdened right now. Um, very bothered. Um, there's a whole nother mindset that's not God's mindset. And this is the mindset that some people were talking about. And I've, I've talked with many people about this. This is the mindset of just, I'll date for fun. I'll, I just like girls or, guy, or I just like guys. I just am having a fun time. I'm not thinking about marriage because I'm too young. I don't, I'm not thinking about purity because I want to practice for my future spouse. This is actually what was brought up. So we were saying, uh, they were saying, well, it's good to practice ahead of time so that way I get trained and be, be very good for my future spouse. So I said, okay, is it better for me to have practiced kissing 200 times so that way when I kiss Catherine the first time, I'm very good? Or is it better to kiss Catherine 200 times and get better as we go? What do you think Catherine would rather have? <laughs> Which one would you rather have? <laughs> Should I go into our marriage so good at kissing? Or, now I'll tell you guys something not many people know, unless they were at the wedding. When we, <laughs> when we got married, oh no, I'm being recorded. <laughs> When we got married, we, we had never kissed before. And you know how in a wedding they say you may now kiss the bride? Um, 
So we are going under the assumption that that means before this point, you're not allowed to kiss the bride. You guys with me? So now that he said, you're, I pronounce you husband and wife, now you're married, now you can kiss the bride. Okay, so we saved our first kiss for that moment. Now the problem is, there's like over 100 people right there. Right? So, now this is embarrassing. I'm not going to get that detail. But, we walk into a room ahead of time. Now we didn't kiss. But, we said, okay, now what we're going to do, because <laughs> we can practice later, but what we're going to do is just a peck, just a, like that, right? So I said, practice on your forearm, you know, just, <laughs> just, just a quick peck, right? So, that's, that's what I'm expecting, right? I mean, we, now, everybody's there watching us. Now, we thought later, we should have got a box or something to hide us, but anyway, yeah, I mean, Catherine is half French, and all of a sudden, in front of everybody, so, so just to say, I was shocked, and so, that was, I mean, but since then, we've gotten better at kissing. Now, There's a, there's a verse in Matthew uh, 19 I want to bring up. Um, because of the shortness of time, I think a lot of you know the story. This is actually, this is in Matthew 19, just verse 3 through 12. But what happens is the Pharisees come up to Jesus and they ask him about divorce. And they're asking him, like, is it okay to get divorced? But Jesus goes all the way back to the original story of Adam and Eve, and talks about how God created male and female and um, joined the two together. And he said, even the way God ordained it is that you will leave your parents and you'll be joined to your spouse. And, and uh, he said, what God joins together, don't let man separate. And actually what's on our hearts is that what God joins together that God actually wants to join you together with your future spouse. This is something of God. This isn't, doesn't need to be something of man. So don't let man... Now, if in the case of marriage, he's saying don't let man separate. But I want to borrow this scripture, rewind before marriage, and even say don't let man get in the way. So there's this other viewpoint, which we actually both really don't like. Um, it's not just a personal thing. I just feel like God's heart is not this mess that the world does with male and female relationships. Um, now I need a volunteer, just somebody that's um, n- not too shy, a guy. Who can I get? Somebody that's single. <laughs> okay, come on up. Come on up. Okay. All right. Now, Sherwin, do you have any siblings? Yes. Do you have, do you have a sister? Yes. Okay. Now, at uh, one point... This is good, right? <laughs> is he 
Are you shy? No. Okay. <laughs> Have you? Now, when you were growing up, are, are you pretty close with your sister? Are you guys friends? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> Did you ever... That's not right. Okay. How old is your sister now? 26. Okay, cool. Okay. Now, as a brother and sister, um, you guys you guys are pretty familiar with each other. You ever, you ever like, as a kid, like, tickled your sister in the tummy? No. <laughs> That's crossing a border. Anybody else tickle your sibling in the tummy? Okay, definitely John has. Okay. Asian. Yeah. Oh, he said you're not Asian. Okay. All right. Well, okay. So, did, okay. Is there any difference in the way you treat your physical sister in the, and versus the way you treat maybe a girl... Um, that's not your sister. Yeah, I'm not mean to my sister. You're mean to your sister? Okay. Okay. All right. Okay, that's good. All right. Now, let's pretend that Sherwin is comfortable tickling his sister in the tummy, even though he's not. But I had a sister, and, uh, you know, we were younger, and, and whatever. I mean, my sister is my sister. We're, we're close. We can, I can put my arm around her as we're walking down somewhere. I can, I can, uh, just, we're just kind of friends. I, I don't mind sitting on, on the couch next to her. Um, not a big deal. Not the same as like if I'm with, when I was single, if I was sitting on the couch next to a girl that maybe I liked, right? Totally different feeling. Um, yeah, my palms are sweating or something like this is going on. Like some of you guys sitting too close in the chairs right now. So... <laughs> Okay, you can sit down. I'm sorry, man. So, actually, come back up. Just one more thing. So, now, some people uh, told me at one point, after I got saved and I was trying to find some rules about how to treat, uh, how, how to treat girls and how, how, what I can do and what I can't do, I wanted every rule I could find because I wanted to do what I could do, right? I wanted, like, where is the line and how far can I, how close can I get? So um, they said, just treat them like you treat your sister, right? Because these are sisters in the Lord, right? So I thought, okay, that makes sense, sisters in the Lord. I just treat them like sisters. No, but I'm a little comfortable with my sister, right? So it became a problem. So, like, Sherwin, um, now Catherine's a sister in the Lord, right? Yes. Okay, okay. So go ahead and tickle her in the tummy. <laughs> <laughs> now let me tell you guys with the other group I had to stop the guy he almost did one like, no 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 stop <laughs> okay sit down you, you did good actually okay Sherwin actually has a right attitude because this is my wife right <laughs> don't tickle my wife <laughs> that wouldn't be right wow now There's a, there's a mindset which is God's viewpoint. Actually, God's viewpoint is outside of time because God sees you guys ahead of time too. He knows who in this room is going to go bald and who's not. Right? Now, believe it or not, I didn't always used to be bald. Did you guys see Gabriel? Some of you? Did you see I shaved his head? Should we match? All right. Um... When Catherine first met me, I had all my hair. I had my 
Hair at that time, it was in style to frost the tips of your hair. Does anybody know that? All right. Now, at this time, uh, I, I had become saved. I was consecrated to the Lord as much as I knew. Um, and uh, my, I wore my Bible out. I had to use duct tape on it. And I, um, I had given to the Lord, to, given up this, this other way of careless dating. Uh, I would call it I, 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 this way of like just, just getting a girlfriend for the sake of the fun of it. Um, the Lord has shown me and convicted me about that. Show me that it's, it's messing with the girl's emotions. It's actually, God wasn't in it at all. It was always something on my conscience I was convicted about. Anything was going on. Because nobody taught me when I first got saved. I didn't get saved until I was almost 17. But at this point, me and my friends, a couple of, a couple of guys, one guy in particular, um, Danny, we call him Disco Danny. Um, and he, we were both outgoing. This guy, I remember walking with him and we both had a new mindset. We were thinking about marriage. Now, I told you guys, we, we walked away from the other workshop. Actually, um, some people, and I'm glad they were honest with us, they said, we're not even thinking about marriage. We're too young. Um, I don't think the age is the issue. But I think people in college, half the time, are not thinking about marriage. I don't think it always has to do with, am I ready to get married in the next year? Then I'll start to think about marriage. I think it's a whole other mindset. I think it's a Christian mindset that God has actually created male and female to be joined together. He's got a spouse for you. And all this other stuff in between is, is something different. So me and my friend, though, we, we had a step up, an upgrade in our mindset. But we would walk around. Now we know, okay, another thing is, we were committed to be pure physically before marriage. Now, this is a great thing. But another thing it does is it gets you thinking about when can I get married, right? So you're just like, in that mindset. So we actually, I remember walking and looking around and when we saw a crowd of people, uh, he would say, is that my potential wife? Is that my future wife? Is that my future wife? That was our whole viewpoint. When we looked around, every sister is a possible wife. <laughs> right? That's, I mean, now, the good thing is we're thinking about marriage, right? Not just every sister is a piece of meat or whatever. <laughs> Every sister is whatever. You know, we're not, we're, we know that marriage is the way, but we also are trying to take it into our own hands, not allowing God to join two together, but instead we're trying to go ahead and speed up the process. So our eyes are wide open and we're, we're just checking out every future potential wife. Um, but one thing happened. I... One day, uh, at the same time, I remember it was probably around the same day when even me and him were walking and talking about this. One day he said, uh, the Lord showed me, uh, reminded me how I acted with other people's wives. Now, there were some people married about my age or close to it. I was about 19 or 20. And uh, I knew some people that were married. And these girls that had husbands, the way I interacted with them was totally different than the way that I interacted with the single sisters. Are you guys with me? So like the guys in this room, the way they treat Catherine is different than the way they treat some of the other girls. Would you guys agree? Now, can they still have fellowship with Catherine? Right? And they can still talk and do things normally. If we're sitting at a meal table, we all feel free to talk. Um, But there's certain things, certain, there's like a level of respect. There's kind of a level of a pure 
respect, like, that's someone else's wife, right? I mean, you just don't tickle her in the tummy, Sherwin, right? You just, you don't kind of um, sit too close to Catherine on the couch if there's a couch with boys and girls. Does that, does that sound right? I mean, if Catherine's still on the couch, there's not some single guy that goes and cozies up right close, right? But, so, but I never even thought about this. I just thought, oh, it's my sister in the Lord. Just sit next to her on the couch, right? Like I would my sister. But um, then the Lord showed me, like, every sister is someone else's wife in the future, right? My whole mindset completely changed. I looked around. Um, so I just imagine, like, how I actually treat girls at this time when I'm single and my hair was there and I had frosted tips, <laughs> right? Um, how I actually interacted with them. Um, now, I wasn't the overly flirtatious guy, at least at this point. I would, so, but I still, there was something different. I remembered this girl that's married, I'm so respectful towards her. So the Lord showed me, like, that girl is not your potential future wife. She's someone else's wife. And this other girl is someone else's wife. There's going to only be one for you. There's only going to be one girl that was for me. And the Lord hadn't shown me who it was yet, right? So the best thing was treat them all as if they're going to marry someone else. Treat, realize everyone is someone else's spouse until the Lord unveils the curtain and says, this is the one. Now, can you, see, can you imagine the type of changes that happened with me? Um, actually, it was such a drastic change that the next time I saw um, Katie here, um, she was Katie at the time, uh, she... She was like, does he not like me anymore? <laughs> now, of course, I, 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 liked, I liked her. Um, I didn't know if we were to get married. Um, she, and she would give me these googly eyes, right? So I, I thought she kind of liked me. But when the Lord convicted me of this, I knew I had, to, I had to stop that. I had to stop joking around, flirting around, any of this kind of stuff. And um, it's just everything changed. So even some of the questions that I used to ask, like, when can I start, when, who can I date, when can I date, is it okay for me to hold hands, is it okay for me to kiss, is it okay for me to whatever, is it okay for me to um, walk with my arm around this girl, is it okay for me to whatever, all this changed because I'm like, well, is it okay for me to hold hands with someone else's wife, you know what I mean, I mean, do I need to get somebody to illustrate, um, who wants to hold Catherine's hand, right, it's a little awkward, right, it's not okay for you guys in the room to hold Catherine's hand, right? This is not okay. I'll just tell you. <laughs> I'm a jealous husband. <laughs> it's not okay. And actually, all, all these little questions I had were answered in that one thing. When the Lord just showed me, looking down from his perspective, he sees who's marrying who. I can't see it. But until he shows me who's my bride-to-be, I need to drop it. I need to press on and pursue the Lord. And God is joining two people together. It's got to be a work of God, right? So how can I speed up the process? Um, because now we're talking about not testing out every girl to see, are you my wife? Let's, let's, let's pretend like we're married and see what happens. Okay, I think you are. No, I don't think you are. I stopped all... You can't do any of that. So how are you going to actually discover who your spouse is, right? If it's going to be a spiritual thing to speed up the process... We've got to grow in the Lord. That's it. Actually, if you're going to be led by the Lord to discover your spouse, 
it's got to be something. The way to go faster is to grow in spiritual maturity. Now, this sounds kind of like, oh, that's, knew you'd say that, right? But this is real. The, you know, God created mankind with a body and also with your soul. So you've got these emotions and, and things like this, but He also created you with the Spirit and where the Holy Spirit is and where God actually leads you. Um, now, some of you guys are probably learning to be led by the Lord in like future decisions, like where am I going to for college? You can try these decisions without the Lord completely. You can try it bodily and just go to like 50 different colleges and see how it feels physically. I, I'm not saying that's actually bad to show up at a college and see, see what it looks like, but you can try it just mentally, like in your soul, just do some logic and uh, calculate which college is best and which one will work with your career. This isn't a bad thing. I'm not saying that's bad. But besides these things, now this is to do with like discovering college, you need to be led by the Lord, by the Holy Spirit, intuitively. The Lord will speak to you as you pray. But actually in discovering the spouse, um, it should first come spiritually that the Lord begins to join two people together. He doesn't first join two people together physically. First is spiritually. First thing is, God spiritually leads you to discover. You actually get a spiritual attraction. So where does spiritual attraction come from? It comes from fellowship. Now guys, if you want to be the most handsome guy that's possible in your case, at least, I mean, some of us, we all have limitations, right? Most handsome is if you're beaming with the love of Christ. God even created mankind to shine His glory. And girls is the same way. A a male or a female who's in love with Christ, who's just in the joy of the Lord, is so much more attractive to somebody who loves the Lord. Do you guys get that? So if your spouse is walking with the Lord, even though you've got gel in your hair and you've got the nice outfit on, if it comes down to you're sitting at a Bible study and you don't have anything to say, how attractive are you? You know what I mean? To a girl who loves the Lord. To your future spouse, it may be that you're not even um, mature enough for that person yet. So, you know, I talked about speeding up the process, growing the Lord, but actually, if the attraction comes spiritually first, it's, it's a work of the Lord, of God joining the two together. And we've, we've actually been discovering a lot of stories of people who um, came together... Uh, ended up getting married, um, but it was a, it was completely led by the Lord, completely led by the Holy Spirit, and it came first spiritually. Now, after they knew from the Lord God's will, actually some of them didn't even have the emotions yet. They're like, how would you know if you don't have the emotions? But how are you led into doing things? It's not usually emotions first, right? Um, but emotions can come afterwards. Emotions can catch up. Uh, so even uh, we got led to know that we are to get married, right? Um, now, I'm ready to get married like next week, the next week, right? But the next time I saw Catherine after we knew that we were going to get married, and I was in Jerusalem, Israel, right? So I'm, this is like a long-distance engagement phone call, right? So it was like, <laughs> will you get engaged with me once I see you and could put a ring on your finger and once I get a ring somehow because I don't earn any money here? <laughs> So this is kind of a quasi-proposal. We called it a pact. We made a pact to get engaged as soon as we could get engaged because that was in a two-year commitment, right? But anyway, um, so 
that's good. We both felt, really felt, we had sought the Lord. We, we knew we should get married. Um, but then, like, when I saw her, she was, like, a frozen person. <laughs> so it took a while for us to be like, hey, we know each other. And emotions caught up. And, uh, you know, eventually she liked me. Stuff like that. <laughs> but first comes being led by the Lord. Um, you know, then you know you're to get married. Then you can trust your emotions. Does that make sense? Even if you try to keep yourself physically pure for so long, but if you go on dating or even uh, some, some of... I, I don't want to mess with any terms that people like, but in my mind, I think of a type of courting, which is like still kind of a testing out. I'm going to court you to see if you're to be my spouse. Now I'm going to court you over here. It's still physically pure, some people. But what goes on when you're doing these things is your emotions still get attached. You're already sharing your emotions. But God wants you to reserve your emotions even for your spouse. Um, I mean, I don't want you guys talking to Catherine late into the night about what her favorite color is, right? You know what I mean? It's just improper. Share with her about the Lord at a Bible study or something, but don't just get together to talk about, you know, just to join up emotionally. It's it's not right. Um, But the, the, the Lord just leads us this way. And then when you actually get married... He joins you bodily. So when the Lord joins, joins us together with our spouse, it's spirit and soul and then body in the right way. Now I'm talking picture perfect. I know there's, there's a lot of things that have happened. There's a lot of other scenarios. Um, but if I can just leave one thing to actually remember is that God wants to join you together. Let Him actually do the work. Um, and as far as a viewpoint, everyone else is someone else's spouse until the Lord shows you. If, you. if you see it that way, see it as the Lord sees it, all the questions about purity laws and all these things are dropped. It's like the law of the Spirit of Christ Jesus just overcomes all those things. You don't have the question of boundaries because you just kind of know, how would I treat someone that's married? It just automatically solves all those things. Um, you want to go ahead and share some? Don't say anything embarrassing. I think our heart is just to raise up a standard. We've seen so much mess these last years of just when marriage isn't done God's way and when relationships aren't happening God's way. And it's just sad. It's like all these quasi-divorces going on all the time, and it's just a mess. It's unnecessary hurt on your body and your soul, and it's just its not the way God intended it. And But when God does join two people together, when it's God's doing, when you can hear someone's story or read someone's story and just read and see how God has been doing this all the way through, it's beautiful. And, you know, Jeffrey talked about um, uh, just what's more attractive than a, you know, a guy who's loving the Lord. Um, you know, if you really think about marriage and marrying someone, why would you want to even think about marrying someone who doesn't love the Lord? This is a lifetime commitment. This is like a, I'm, especially as a sister, I just speak as a sister. When you 
when you are giving yourself to this man, you're saying, I, under God, am going to choose to submit to you and honor you and trust you that you're going to lead our household in a way that's pleasing to the Lord. If that guy isn't not just walking, not just a Christian, but if he's not walking with the Lord, loving the Lord, honoring the Lord, pursuing after the Lord, why do you even want to touch it? It's just a mess. It's just hurt on your emotions, hurt on your soul. It's just Really, when you think about lifetime and you think about one day we're going to have to stand before the Lord, do you even want to touch something that isn't holy what God is after? I mean, this is, we're talking not just a few, a few months. We're talking about lifetime. And why do you even want to play around with something if it's not for a lifetime? Because that's a whole other hurt and mess. So anyways, just to say, when the Lord does it, marriage is a testimony. And it's beautiful, and it's wonderful, and I often thank the Lord just for giving me a husband that is seeking to pursue after the Lord. Um, So that's our burden. We just want to raise up a standard. Why even touch something if it's not the Lord's doing it, if there's not an end in marriage? But all that, um, just to present another perspective, because I think probably it's fair to say that some of us have made mistakes, And some of us have already gotten ourselves into situations or maybe are in situations right now that we wish we weren't. Or maybe maybe we are okay with it, but when we are right before the Lord and we're still before the Lord, we feel like, actually, maybe I shouldn't be in this situation. Um, So we want to be honest and real and just... um, if, If there are things in the past and if there are things you just wish never happened... Whether And we're not just talking, bodily is a part of it. But there's also a soul. You can connect your soul so much to someone that it's just, it shouldn't be. Your, even your soul should be saved for your, for your future spouse. But anyways, um, if you've gotten into a relationship in the past or you've done things in the past, there's a way to just come to the Lord and be cleansed and be forgiven. And actually at the end of this time, we want to just have a few minutes just to be still and be quiet before the Lord. Um, And I want you, if you've been in this case, just come to the Lord and be cleansed by his blood. Um, A a second scenario um, is maybe some of you right now, I don't know, but maybe some of you are in relationships that aren't what God is joining together. And there's, you know, if you can't stand before the whole room and tell us in the light, I really feel like this is from the Lord. If your parents have some concern, I'm not saying these are yay or nays, but these are some things to consider. If your youth leaders or brothers or sisters or parents have some concerns or you can't even tell your parents, these might be some checks to say, I don't know if this is from the Lord. Or even if, say, you were going on with the Lord and thinking a certain way, and all of a sudden you're starting to question what you think about the Lord or what you think about church or maybe I should be somewhere else. These are things to consider. If, if, if a relationship that you're in is causing you to start to question everything you've ever learned, maybe you should just come before the Lord and say, Lord, is this from you? I want to stand in your light. I want to walk purely. I want to be set apart holy." spirit, soul, and body for that one that you have for me. 
is it this one? And be honest and be open and be willing to receive the Lord's conviction because if the Lord is speaking something to your heart and he's trying to convict you, it's because he has something better for you. And sometimes when we're in a relationship, we think nothing can be better than this, nothing can be better than this feeling I'm feeling right now because this is wonderful. But the Lord knows so much better than we know. And if we could only trust sometimes that the Lord is so good and his plans are for us and he loves us, if we could only trust sometimes that he's good and if he's convicting us of something, to just obey him. Because what he has on the other side of that conviction is so much better. It's so much better. You don't know. I mean, maybe you're in a relationship right now and you think, I can't let this go. This is too hard. Just call out to the Lord. So I think we want to have just some minutes just to, and we don't know. Maybe some of you are not in a relationship, but there's a, just a yearning and a hunger in your heart to be married. And the Lord knows that too. And I think it's um, just, Jeffrey mentioned it already, but if we just take time to seek to know the Lord and to love the Lord, that's the best way to prepare yourself for marriage. Actually, we're sort of a, compiling a book right now of, or a booklet or something, of just when two people can say, God has done this, God has joined us together, and we've seen these marriages that it's so obvious, God has come together. It's beautiful. Um, but a lot of the testimonies that we've, and the stories we've been hearing are the people will say, you know, I really didn't have my spouse. I didn't know who I was going to marry. I was lost. I wanted to get married until I gave up everything to the Lord. And then it was so clear. Until I started walking with the Lord, um, so one brother said, you know, I gave my all to the Lord and I felt like the Lord said, here I am, and by the way, here's your helpmate as well. And it just happened like that. So if we, there's, if we just give ourselves to know the Lord and to follow the Lord, um, and I, I think it's definitely a right prayer to say, Lord, you know, because, um, because the Lord says it's not good for man to be alone. So if there's a longing in your heart to want to be married and to want to have a brother to lead you or a, a sister to be a companion, I think that's a good yearning from God. But just keep committing it to the Lord. Um, anyways, that... Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, just talk loud. Okay. okay. The... Just, just quick, quick note. That yearning often can be a burden from the Lord to pray. And uh, I know a brother recently that got married that he is so seems like he's distracted, but actually the problem was he was burdened. So sure, it sounds different than just you're always thinking about getting married, right? You don't just sound like a lonely guy that just wants a wife. It seems like even something from the Lord. So. When he started praying, actually things started changing. And later, after, in retrospect, looking at the side of like what was going on with his future spouse, when he started praying with burden, some major changes happened in her life. And she matured very quickly. And was, they, they got married not too long from then. But it, it's like the Lord and the church. The, you know, we're the picture of the, the, the husband and the wife, the picture of the Lord and the church. But the Lord's not returned yet for that wedding because the bride's not ready yet. Um, now, this goes the same, though, with sisters. Like, a lot of times, these foolish guys are just not ready for marriage, and you need to pray for them. So if you find even yourself getting distracted, thinking about it all the time, it doesn't necessarily need to be a distraction. Just turn it into something to pray about. 
just and pray for the person. Pray for your future to be. Um, actually, it's very helpful to to go ahead and pray. And actually, it, it it keeps you in the flow with what the Lord's doing. It keeps it that this is what God's joining together. Instead of just you're off on your side, on the side longing to get married, and God's doing something over here, you're just joined up with Him. You want to cooperate with what He's doing. Did you want to pray? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, like Catherine said, we just want to spend a couple of minutes to just be quiet before the Lord. Um, and just have some real dealings with God. I'll, I'll finish up with prayer. back to you and especially we just want to pray for all my uh, single brothers and sisters in the room just want to commit them into your hands and especially with all the attractions of the world and all the uh, distractions of man that all of our ways of getting in the way Lord we pray that you would have your complete right way in their lives just pray that even this question of the future spouse and um, how to handle things now and how to go forward we pray all this would be kept close to you and each one would have that direct relationship with you constantly and Lord we pray that there won't be these unnecessary obstacles Lord we pray that uh, would keep these dear souls even pure from this point and we pray for those uh, convicted or struggling in things. It's for a complete deliverance from the Lord. And we pray that just a cleansing of the precious blood would wash us all clean from past mistakes and other things. Or even from carelessness with others and just not treating others with the right respect. We just pray you would wash clean with the precious blood. just want to commit all this to you, Lord. Pray that your word your way of joining us together would be our way all together. In Jesus' name.